Without further ado, there are certain people that have engaged in commendable behavior, and quite a few. This was a good week going into the holidays in which we have a lot of folks worthy of some praise, including... The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. Let me begin with my friend Beth DeFalco. She is now the Deputy Commissioner for Public Affairs at the New York City Department of Environmental Protection. She was formerly the Managing Director at Tusk Strategy. She's terrific. I've interviewed her many times uh, over the years on radio and on television. She's very photogenic, so I've put her on television more, and she doesn't love these overnight hours, so she hasn't come on this show that often. But she's really wonderful. She's one of the most intelligent people. I was following Beth DeFalco from her time as a New York Post reporter, and then she became sort of a Democratic political strategist, and now she's going to be the deputy commissioner for um, the DEP. And I think it's a great choice and a big win for the DEP and the people of the city of New York. But I'm very happy for Beth DeFalco, and I do commend her. I must also give a commendation to Buck Showalter. That's right. National League Manager of the Year. This is the fourth time Buck Showalter has been named Manager of the Year. No one has won more Manager of the Year awards than Buck Showalter. This puts him uh, in a tie with Bobby Cox and Tony LaRussa for the most Manager of the Year awards in history. Now, Buck Showalter, obviously, I think he did a great job with the Mets this season, and I'm very proud to be a Met fan. I think his leadership of the Mets, in spite of what happened in the playoffs, was just wonderful. But Showalter is the only manager to win the award with four different franchises. That is incredible. He won it with the Yankees, won it with the Rangers, won it with the Orioles, and now... He's won it with the Mets. And he's he and Yogi Berra are the only managers to guide both the Mets and the Yankees to the playoffs. So I think this is great. And I think this is great. I want to give a commendation to Youssef Shah. Youssef Shah is 11 years old. 11 years old. He's smarter than, than you are. Guarantee it. He might not be smarter than Mike, who won that $1,000 minute. He's smarter than everybody else listening. He's a schoolboy in the UK. And sure enough, he has scored the highest possible score on the Mensa test, beating Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking. So when he got the good news, he celebrated with a family meal at Nando's. He registered a 162 IQ or on the uh, 162 on the Mensa test. That is the maximum score for someone under the age of 18 and in the top percent of all people. Hawking had a score of 160. And this young man, very bright boy, he said his friends at school are always telling him he's very smart and he wanted to test that by taking this IQ test. And to celebrate the achievement, he went out for a nice meal with his parents and his two younger brothers. He's hoping to study math at Cambridge or Oxford and said he loves doing anything that stimulates his brain. What does he do when he's not studying? The math whiz enjoys Sudoku and Rubik's Cubes. And uh, he is a whiz at both. So he's the first person to take the Mensa test in his family, and he did great. Hit it out of the park. That's wonderful. Congratulations to Yousef Saab. 
I we only have one name for this person, but I want to commend a Domino's pizza worker in Australia, Queensland, Australia. Big shout out to Juliana who listens in Australia every day. A Domino's pizza worker who displayed an act of kindness after a birthday girl's friends didn't show up for her party. So um, the pizza pizza shop Domino's in Australia received a call last month from a mom hoping to cancel a large order she had placed since a number of her daughter's peers hadn't turned up to her birthday party. And after sharing her story, Miles, the store's shift supervisor who took the call, he decided to surprise this woman's daughter with a special treat that could cheer her up. So um, he wanted to do something nice for this girl who nobody came to her party. So when she arrived at the store to collect her one pizza, Miles surprised her with a custom chocolate dessert pizza topped with churros and brownies. And um, he said that the gesture, he shared it on social media, was only something small, but was pleased to know that his team was able to turn her day around and make her feel special. And Domino's Australia did thank Miles, and they said, thank you, Miles, for going the extra mile to help turn this customer's day around. That's really nice. I don't understand why people would confirm that they were coming to a party and then not come. Um, So I feel bad for that girl, but I'm glad that this guy, Miles, came through for her. I want to commend Brian Siliakos. This is an incredible guy. This is a guy that I wish I was more like, especially as a young man. Turning 30 can be daunting. But this guy is doing it right. After his 29th birthday, Mr. Siliakos tried to take an uplifting approach. And he wanted to do 30 complete acts of kindness. He wanted to complete 30 acts of kindness by the time he turned 30. They called it the 30 Acts by 30 Challenge, where he hopes to support essential workers across a wide range of fields. So what he did, this fellow lives in California, he surprised 118 animal shelter workers with self-care packages in order to complete this. So he used his charisma to get companies to chip in, and he was able to donate $12,000 worth of goods to these animal workers in San Francisco. This is incredible. I mean, this is great. Just for like a random act of kindness for these people he doesn't know. I love this guy. Uh, Brian Siliakos, I do commend you. And I also must commend Essie Collier. Essie Collier is a nine-year-old elementary school student in Wisconsin. Racine, Wisconsin, like the team in uh, A League of Their Own. Not the not the one that Gina Davis plays for, but the one her sister was traded to. The, a nine-year-old elementary school student probably saved the life of her classmate by performing the Heimlich maneuver on her as she choked on food. Essie Collier is a fourth grader. She noticed one of her classmates was in distress during lunch. Students were eating in the classroom because the lunchroom had been cleared out so residents could vote. It was election day. And so she sees that this girl, her classmate, is holding her neck. So Essie rushes up as fast as she could. 
And she wrapped her arms around the student and began performing the Heimlich. Her classmate's airway was cleared, and within seconds, the girl was breathing fine. The teacher said, I've never seen a student react in that way before. I tell you, quick thinking and a level head counts for a lot. I want to commend Airbnb. They are making it easier to find wheelchair-friendly homes. I have heard for years uh, from people that I know that are in wheelchairs that it's very difficult for them to know if a home that they're looking at renting for a vacation or for one night, if they go somewhere, is handicapped accessible. And I like that Airbnb is doing this to make it a little easier to find if a uh, home is wheelchair accessible. Hey, do you remember last week when I gave a commendation to Tiffany Trump for her wedding? Let me do the same for Naomi Biden. President Biden had a big weekend, obviously, turning 80. But the big bash at the White House was for his granddaughter, Naomi, his oldest granddaughter, who got married to Peter Neal on the White House South Lawn on Saturday. Uh, I think this is great. There have not been a lot of White House weddings over the years. Uh, Trisha Nixon had one when she married Ed Cox. And um, obviously Nixon's other daughter, I think, had one when when she married um, uh, Julie. Julie Nixon married Dwight Eisenhower's grandson. And there's been a few others. But throughout history, not a lot. Not a lot. Um, I think this is great. So uh, Naomi Biden, I don't know much about her. But uh, 28 years old, she seems like a delightful young woman, a beautiful woman. And um, I'm wishing her and her husband a lot of uh, health and happiness. When you're the son... When you're the child or the grandchild of a president, you really get a lot of grief. And um, it's grief you didn't ask for. You never ran for office in most cases. But yet people are so prepared to dislike you because of your last name. And uh, I feel bad whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden whose family has to go through all this. So I say congratulations to you, Naomi Biden. And wishing you a sincere commendation. I want to give a commendation as well to King Charles. That's right. Still feels weird calling him King Charles, doesn't it? King Charles is banning faux gras at royal residences. And um, he is understood to have been a longstanding opponent of the food, which is made from the liver of a duck or a goose in a very cruel manner. I mean, you want to talk about animals that are horribly mistreated Take a look at how they make foie gras. And I think this is a great first step by King Charles to uh, not serve it at any royal residences. Hopefully some folks will um, take note of that. want to give a, a commendation as well to Twitter for the reinstatement of a lot of the banned people. We spoke about that a little earlier. And want to give a commendation to Mattress Mac. Jim Mattric- Mattress Mac Mackingvale is an incredible guy. He's my kind of gambler, and he won $72.6 million in winnings from his World Series wagers on the Astros. And he owns a furniture store. And see, he hosted on Sunday the first of three refund parties for about 7,000 customers who took part in a promotion that guaranteed up to double their money back on purchases of $3,000 or more if the Astros win the World Series. I love that this guy had the gumption 
to bet this amount of money. I love that he won. And I love that he's given back to his customers. It's a big win for the customers, a big win for him. I love this everything about the story. And finally, oh, actually, uh, yeah, finally, want to commend Ethiopia. Ethiopia made global headlines three years ago when they launched an ambitious campaign to plant 20 billion trees by the end of this year. Well, now they have achieved their goal. It's already been exceeded, but they're going to keep planting more and more trees. And uh, it sounds impressive, and they're going to keep going. 20 billion trees planted in just three years. That is really impressive. Uh, This has restored greenery. They say this has tackled climate change and improved local livelihoods. I think this is wonderful. All right. Uh, you want to comment on anybody I have commended or anything else we've covered thus far, you're welcome to do so. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 